beautiful testimony. That's what God wants. God wants us to declare some things. God wants you to declare some things. Make a bold statement. Don't be, don't be bashful about it. Make a bold statement. You know what? This is what we want from God. This is what we're going to do to see it happen. This is what we're going to do to see it happen. <laughs> we're not going to have revival if nobody gets the spirit of Brother Mike and starts handing out church cards. Your family's not going to be saved if you don't pray and seek God on their behalf. Uh, uh, these, are, these are the things. We want to declare these things, uh, and now we want to determine in our heart how we're going to see these things come to pass. Uh, we want to declare these things, uh, and we're going to declare how we're going to see them come to pass. Uh, we're going to create an environment in the house of God uh, that is electric, uh, we're, no, I'm going to say that again because I, I didn't get enough of you on board with that. We are going to create an atmosphere in the house of God that is electric. <laughs> an environment where people are compelled to the altar, where people are compelled to seek for God, where people are compelled to raise their hands. They don't even know what's happening. They don't even understand why they're feeling what they're feeling, but they just throw their hands up in the air and they say, whatever this is, I need it too. We want a spirit of worship to manifest itself in our midst. We want there to be demonstrative worship. We don't want it to have to be where the songs have to be exactly in the right order. We want to come with a spirit of worship. Hallelujah. You, you want to come with a spirit of worship. You want to come with a spirit of worship to the house of God. Bless you, maybe see. Don't turn me off. I'll shout if you don't turn me off. You know what we need? We need a spirit of worship. We need a spirit of, we need to be baptized in the spirit of worship. We need to be baptized in a spirit of worship uh, all over again. I want to say something to some of you. You've been here for uh, a year or maybe less or maybe a little bit more. Uh, you know what? Uh, you have brought a spirit of worship into the house of God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chastise a couple of ones that have been around for a lot longer, but you, you haven't been here long, but you know what I've seen? I've seen that you bring a spirit of worship. You might not know everything. You might not understand everything. You might not even be doing everything you ought to do, but you're bringing a spirit of worship. You want to know what we need in Faith Tabernacle? We need a, a fresh demonstration of his spirit, but what we need more than anything else, hallelujah, is we need a baptism of worship. We need to be able to come into God's house. See, we talk about wanting the revival. We have to foster the environment that is going to bring revival. We want a clean church. We want a worshiping church. We want a preaching church. We want a church that knows what's supposed to happen at the altar. We want an evangelistic church. We have to have an atmosphere where all 
of these things are happening. We can't leave one pillar out of the building. We want it all. We want everything that God has for us, and we don't want to take one backward step. We want God to do the things we say we, we want him to do, so we're going to come to the house of God, and we're going to do what God called us to do. We're going to be worshipers. We're going to be worshipers. We're going to raise up our hands. We're going to say, yeah, Jesus, uh, I'm here to do it. Hallelujah. I'm here to do it too. I know it's been a hard day. I know everything didn't go according to plan. I know I'm sick in my body, but I'm bringing a spirit of worship. I'm going to raise my hand. I quote this verse of scripture so often you're probably sick of hearing it. Raising holy hands without wrath or doubting. We have to come bring in that spirit of worship. If you think accident, you are wrong. It's not coming by accident. It's coming on purpose. You have to come with purpose. You have to come with purpose. The preacher doesn't just have to come with purpose. You have to come with purpose. You have to come with prayer. You have to come with preparation. You have to come because we're going to have the move of God because Faith Tabernacle brought revival to Madeira. Dennis Garza, Pastor Garza isn't going to bring revival to uh, Madera, California. Faith Tabernacle, he's going to lead Faith Tabernacle, but he needs some people that are willing to follow the leadership that he brings in the Holy Ghost to bring the worship that he is trying to compel you to give, to bring the separation from the world that he constantly is trying to show you. You have to make some decisions in your life and say, you know what, I'm going to make a commitment to God. I'm making a commitment to God that, you know what, I've been weak long enough. The reason some people, I'm going to mess this up, but I, and I apologize in advance. But you know what? The reason some people can't worship is you're listening to too much rap music. You're listening to too much trashy music. It corrupts your mind. It corrupts your thinking. And then you come into the house of God and you just can't get any victory in your heart. You ought to, you, you got to get rid of that junk out of your spirit. It's not helping you. You understand? You come and you shout and you, you feel God, but then you let that garbage into your ears and it gets into your spirit and then you come back the next service and for some weird reason you can't understand you can't worship God the way you need to worship him it's time to get rid of that garbage out of your life it's not helping you you don't need to hear that junk you don't need I don't know what genre of music it is that you think is okay with God but I'm telling you the reason that you're not able to worship God is because you're too, you're just too willing to allow that to consume you. You know too much about what the latest pop star is doing, but you don't know nothing about what Paul has already done. You're not familiar with the words of Jesus like you need to be. It's time to plug your ears to that and open your ears and your heart and your spirit to the things of God, to the voice of God, to the preaching of God, to the word of the Lord. This is something that you've got to do in your life today. You have to open yourself up to the move of the Holy Ghost. You have to be ready to be 
in the spirit on the Lord's day. In the book of Revelations, John begins his revelation by saying, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard a loud voice. If you're going to hear the voice of the Lord, you're going to have to be in the spirit on the Lord's day. If you want to feel the Holy Ghost, you're not, it's not good enough. It's not good enough that we get you prayed through by the end of altar service. You gotta come to church full of the Holy Ghost. You gotta come to church full of the Spirit of God. You gotta come as you walk in the back doors. Why don't you just, in the minute that you walk in the back door, just get the hand in the air. Jesus, I wanna give you a wave offering just as I walk into this house. Make a commitment that as you cross the threshold, of this sanctuary you will raise your hands up and say God let the spirit of worship be in my heart today let the spirit of the Holy Ghost reign on me let me be the conduit through which you move and touch somebody you know we don't have you put your hand on the shoulder of somebody beside you just for show we're doing it because we're hoping that you'll pray through and you can be the conduit through which the Holy Ghost operates and touches somebody who's sitting next to you, somebody who's standing beside you in an altar so that you can be the conduit through which the Holy Ghost moves and touches their heart. You can touch heaven on their behalf. They might not be able to, but you touch it on their behalf and watch what God does. Go ahead and raise your hands right now. Come on, let that spirit of worship get a hold of you. Purpose in your heart, you're not going to live another hypocritical day. Come on. I love these testimonies. Purpose in your heart, you're not going to live another hypocritical day. You're going to sing out to the Lord right now, right here in this moment and in this service. A flowery sermon isn't going to get the job done tonight. The Lord is being very direct with you today. Hallelujah. The Lord is being very direct with you. He's trying to get you to understand. He's trying to get you to understand that this isn't a game that we're playing. This isn't a religious tradition that we have. We're not reciting just words uh, 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 to make you feel good. This is the Holy Ghost, the God of heaven, who is trying to stir and shake your spirit and cause you to make the decision that you will be different, that you will not be a hypocrite, that you will not be casual about your relationship with God, that this house that your relationship with God, this Holy Ghost that you've been given, will be the most valuable possession that you have. You're going to treasure it more than cars and more than homes and more than jobs, more than anything that this earthly world can provide. You're going to fall in love with it. It's not going to happen by accident. It's going to happen because you stand to your feet and you raise your hand 
hands and you say, Jesus, I'm making a commitment to you today that I will not be moved. I have my feet on the rock. My mind is made up. Hallelujah. And I'm not turning around. I'm not going backwards. I'm not going anywhere else. I am going forward in the kingdom of God I am moving up I am going to find a way to be more spiritual I'm going to find a way to do more for God I'm going to find a way to do more in separating myself from this world and drawing myself closer to God because I don't want to be in the world I want to be in the church go ahead and raise your hand for a moment Raise them up high. Come on. That's it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I meant it. <laughs> Lord spoke to me about this before the service. Uh, just go ahead. Come on. Entertain his presence. I talked to some of you newer ones. Keep worshiping God with incredible fervency. Keep running the aisles. Keep raising your hands. Keep seeking God. Don't let time rob you of the fervency with which you worship God. Don't let your spouse, don't let your children distract you from being the worshiper that God has called you for those that have been around the church for a while you need to ask yourself what is it about them that they have that I don't have why have you allowed your cynicism to strip you of the worship that God called you to give to him we spend more time trying to convince you that you got a good deal than we do anything else the preacher spends way too much time trying to convince you just to be what God called you to be. You've been around. You've heard the best of the best. You've heard some of the finest preaching in all the world. But yet, you find yourself in service after service unable to worship God the way he called you to worship. Well, I come to this evening, I come to you with a very simple message. You've got to take that and throw it away. And you've got to make a decision in your heart you're not going to be a sick you're not going to be jaded you're going to be the worshiper that called you to be you're going to be exactly what God intended for you to be go ahead and raise your voice to heaven because you know what nobody else will do it on your behalf nobody else can worship God on your behalf nobody else knows your need more than you so it's incumbent upon you for you to pray and you to seek God I've said it before tonight if your family's going to be saved it's it's going to be because you touch God. If your family gets the Holy Ghost, it's going to be because you touch God. I can pray for your family all week long, but if you don't pray, I can tell you right now, it's not going to happen. We're believing for 
miraculous things. We got to do more than believe for miraculous things. We have to act on that faith. We have to be willing to take steps that might embarrass us. If somebody is beside you and you know that they're sick in your body, what's keeping you rooted to your pew? Why don't you just go over and lay your hand on their shoulder and say, brother, we're believing together for your healing. We're believing together, sister, that God is going to work in your circumstance. You are not in this by yourself. That's it. Go ahead. Don't be shy about this at all tonight. We are not going to be shy. God, we know that you want to work in this and where two or three are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst of us. God, we know that you are in the midst of us and so now we are believing together we're not believing individually as a bunch of individual people we are believing corporately we are believing together we are committing ourselves to one another as we commit ourselves to you and we are going to magnify hallelujah we are going to exponentially multiply the power of God that works through us we can do it individually and we can have a small sampling but if we allow ourselves to be united in the spirit of prayer and in the spirit of worship the Holy Ghost can be multiplied through faith tabernacle in a mighty way you've got kids that need saving we want to see them saved too and we're agreeing with you and we are standing with you and we are believing with you and we're going to bring the spirit of worship. So in that day, in that service, where they walk into the house of God, there is an environment that has been fostered where they can have the power of the Holy Ghost work on their hearts. We don't have to drum it up, but it's here when they walk in the door and when they cross that threshold, tears squirt out of their eyes because the power of God is so thick. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is so rich and it changes them right there on the spot. They can get the Holy Ghost standing in the pew. They can get the Holy Ghost as they walk into the vestibule. The power of God can be rich and thick. Oh, but we're going to do it together. We're going to allow anointing to flow. Hallelujah. Together. That's it, that's it, that's it. Find somebody to pray with right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you haven't already, and I'm glad some of you caught on, <laughs> there are people with real needs, real needs. Help them get through. You have young teenage children. You have older teenage children. They need the Holy Ghost more than any other generation of young people that has ever existed in Pentecost. They've confounded and confronted by the greatest wickedness that mankind has ever devised. We got to stand with these young ladies 
that God helps them to maintain their purity, maintains their virtue that God has given them. Come on, girls, pray for one another. Pray that God will help you sustain the purity of your spirit and not let the world strip that purity from you. Gentlemen, you need to pray for integrity in your soul. Integrity that says, I am who I am and I will not compromise. I'm done playing with the devil. I'm done playing with the world. I'm done with one foot in the church and one foot outside. I will serve the Lord. I will be what you called me to be. I'm going to throw aside. I'm going to put behind me all of these vices. Get specific with God tonight. Come on. You, you that have been messing around with all that social media junk that the pastor preaches against, go ahead right now. Why don't you make a commitment? Say, God, I'm done with it. I'm shutting that stuff down. I'm shutting it down. I'm shutting it down. It's hurting me. It's not helping me. I don't need it. Go ahead, come on, come on, come on, come on. Holy Ghost is trying to help some people right now. There's some people getting through. <laughs> hallelujah, 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 Jesus. In the name of the Lord, hallelujah. We're going to believe together, Brother Sahara. I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, we are going to believe this thing together. name of Jesus hallelujah 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 we are believing we are purposing in our hearts together God we are committing ourselves to one another as we commit ourselves to you God we want to see a great healing take place in the life in my brother God we want to see the work of the Holy Ghost fully accomplished we believe God that you have been working God we're believing together in united purpose with a unified spirit that says God we believe you will complete that which you have begun you will finish the work there will be healing in faith tabernacle oh God I thank you today for these young ladies I thank you today oh God for these young ladies that they are making commitments and decisions right now in the name of Jesus Jesus, touch my sister today. God, I pray, let your anointing rain down on her today. God, let this be a night that she remembers where she decided that there was no other way, there was no other world but the world of the kingdom. Lord Jesus, we want you to saturate our hearts with your Holy Ghost power. Jesus, we love you today. Touch
Oh, God, we're bringing that spirit of worship and prayer. Hallelujah. That spirit of intercession. We're bringing that right now, Lord. Jesus, there are needs all across this assembly and one. There's not a person in this place that needs to stand alone, needs to stand alone as they go through their trial together. Just raise your hands up and say, Jesus, I want your help right now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, 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 Jesus. We need the help of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. I pray, God, my brother Carlos, in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we want healing virtue to flow from heaven. We believe, God, with everything that's within us, that you are well able to do the work that needs to be done. I pray, God, let there be a purging of the soul and the spirit, and let the healing virtue of heaven flow today. Let there be liberty in his body, I pray, to fulfill every dream and desire he has in the spirit today. Come on, believe something for God today. Your hands up. Somebody's going to pray with you. Somebody's going to believe. Touch heaven. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that you heal his body, Lord Jesus. Heal his body in the name of the Lord. We proclaim hallelujah, liberty in his body today, Lord. Let that healing virtue flow. You have healed before. You have provided. You have done greater miracles than this, Lord. We are believing for this miracle in his life. God, he brought before you his family. Lord Jesus, we are uniting together as a body of believers and we lay this need before you at the altar. God, touch his girls, Lord Jesus. Let the Holy Ghost begin to work miraculous things, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ. There are people who may doubt the possibilities, but God, we banish doubt in the name of the Lord and we believe for your delivering power we believe that you will break the demonic chains that would cause them to be lost we pray right now that you break the chain of sin you break the chain of deception and light from heaven floods their soul right now God I pray in the name of Jesus we stand together with our brother and our sister God for their family for their girls for their sister God we're believing it in the name of Jesus Christ God we want our faith to grow we want our faith to build and we want to believe this more than we've ever believed it we're making a commitment to you today God that we are going to worship you like we have never worshipped you before and we're going to accomplish we're going to see it accomplished in the spirit it's not by might, not by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. The Holy Ghost is trying to convince somebody who came to church tonight that you just need to yield to the spirit and see the great handiwork of God take place in your life.
Come on, go ahead. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, God, I pray. Hallelujah. Verse of Scripture come to my heart right now. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. In the world, it's every man for himself. It's a dog-eat-dog world where everyone has to watch out for themselves. But not here in the church. We have a God who cares for us. You might not have anyone in this world who really cares about you. But when you walk into the sanctuary of God, when you come into the kingdom of the Lord, I can tell you right now, you have somebody who careth for you. Proverbs says, brother, loveth at all times or hallelujah a friend loveth at all times a brother is born for adversity hallelujah when you have adversity you have a brother and you have a sister who's going to call upon the name of the Lord you have a church you have a pastor and you have a God who's on your side and they're doing everything they can to see the work of the Holy Ghost fulfilled filled in your life. You're not doing this alone. We're doing this together. That's it. That's it. That's it. Commit together. Pray with your brother right now. Pray commitment. Pray commitment with your brother together. We're doing this together. We're committing together. We're committing together. We're going to walk with Jesus. That's it. Go ahead. Commit with your sister. Let her know. Let her hear your prayer. We're committing together. We're doing this together. We're, we're, we're making a commitment together. Husbands, commit with your wives. Uh, commit with them. We are going to be what God called us to be. Home is going to be a spiritual sanctuary, a holy place. It's not going to be filled with corruption. It's not going to be filled with lies and compromise. It's going to be filled with the power of God and with the power of the Holy Ghost. This is the liberty and the spirit that you need right now.
Jesus. One last thing. There are few, few folks here under the sound of my voice. You're even faithful to God. But you just can't seem to get over the hump. You're faithful in coming here, but you just can't seem to get over the hump. You keep falling over the same dumb things. It's the same sin that keeps tripping you up. I'm not going to ask anybody to raise their hands or stand or do nothing because I don't want nobody to be embarrassed, but I want everybody to be really committed right now. The same stupid thing keeps tripping you up. The same thing keeps knocking you out of the saddle. And you keep coming to church and you'll pray back through again within a week or two and it comes back and it trips you up again. I got two things to say to you right now. I want you to first of all to understand that you are not alone. You are not the only person who is going through this. And you are not the only person who has made a mistake. And I want you to also understand that there are people all around you who were in the same set of circumstances, uh, but they found the victory. Just like you are going to find the victory. And we are all going to pray right now. We are going to commit together that God is going to give you the wherewithal to overcome the devil. You are going to have the ability to resist the devil and see him flee. That's a very simple scripture that we quote all the time. But it's as simple as you having the wherewithal to resist the devil. So everyone's going to raise their hands, not just you. And each and every one of us together as a body are going to believe that this sin, don't mistake it for anything else, it's sin. This sin that trips you up over and over and over again is going to be put behind you. Go ahead and believe for it. I'm believing for you right now. I'm believing. Pastor Garza is believing in you and for you. 
believe that you will be touched by God. Your brothers are praying for you right now. There is a cacophony of prayer going towards heaven on your behalf. They might not even know that it's for you. They might be your closest friend in the church, but they may be ignorant of this hidden sin, this secret thing that keeps you from having the victory that you need. Sister, there is a God, hallelujah, who is hearing the prayers of each and every one of your sisters as they pray on your behalf that victory will come and that you will be part of the great revival that's coming to Madeira, that's coming to Faith Tabernacle. You're not just going to be on the periphery watching it happen, but you're going to be in the very center of it because condemnation will be behind you. You will know that you are a daughter of God, that you are a son of the Most High, that you are a prince in his kingdom, that you're believing for it in the name of Jesus, and that your home is going to be clean, that you're going to be a leader in your home, that you're going to foster an environment where the Holy Ghost has liberty, where your children feel safe. They're going to be raised up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. They're going to know that this is a home where Jesus is first because they're not going to see another day of compromise in your life. Go ahead, come on and pray it hard. Pray it hard because there's people all across this sanctuary. It's not just you. It's not just you that struggles. It's not just you that has to overcome their flesh. Everybody has to do it. And we're uniting together to commit to God that we are going to live the forgiven life that we have been intended. Hallelujah for. We are going to live free from sin, God. We know that temptation comes our way, but when temptation comes our way, we're going to look it in the eye and say, get thee behind me, Satan.